Oh, are we fucking? Jesus Christ. All right, man. Four out of five podcast episode 61, just the boys, um, AJ and myself. So how you doing, brother? You. Yep. <sighs> One feels good to be back, even though we are half ass, half mass. Damn right. Shits. Um, yeah. Yeah, this shit. We're here. This shit's crazy because we've been having technical difficulties for the past fucking. If if it if four of us like it, if it's not one thing, which is four of us not all being here at once, then it's been audio issues. And and off camera, I'm a huge stickler for fucking audio. Like I can't stand it. So I'm always giving the co-host shit about audio and all that bullshit. But that's on well. That's the reason why one of us isn't here. And the other one had, like, something going on with family. Uh, they might pop in later, but we'll see. Uh, Want to get in the rants? Get right to the shit. My rant. My rant. That's my your rant. rant is us. This is, I had you another rant. Multiple. Fuck it. my rant it's just us today. This, like, so. this, this takes the cake. Like, we've been trying to record an episode for, like, the last, what, two weeks, I believe? One week I was gone on vacation. Um, which that was, I'll tell, I'll tell you that shit later. Uh, the this is what yesterday we tried to record audio problems. Today we try to record mm-hmm. audio mm-hmm. problems. It dog like for all the podcast for the people who are inspiring to be podcasters and you know w- you know want to you know have a group and everything like that couple of key things make sure your schedule all coincides with one another as right. best as y'all possibly can like have a designated date and time and commit to that right. designated right. date and time and invest invest in either soundproof in your room or definitely make sure you get a quality mic or if y'all can meet together and record meet stay away from airports that's another one kind of eliminate all stay that. away from airports nobody needs to hear fucking turbines in the background going ham sandwich um uh if you got yelling kids put them in the other room or you know whatever what, whatever can be helped whatever right. can be and mitigated, buy a good mic mitigated. buy a good mic like just, for the just, love of god buy a good mic um, yeah. If you know you're gonna do this for the oh long haul, definitely oh buy yeah. a good mic. All right. Um, is oh is that uh is that your rant? That was rant number one. Rant number two. Um, rant number two was just is just like if you're a tall person and you're going on summer vacation, and the other people who are booking the vacation spot with you. Are not of the same height as you. Say something. Get involved. Don't be right. like me. Don't do that. Because I let my family book the vacation, where we're staying, all this other ish. I had no involvement whatsoever. I was like, I'm going to be the scavenger. I'm going to come in, have a good time, and dip out. I came in, I got fucked. Fucking. <laughs> The bedroom that was booked, I was told, was going to be a queen-size mattress. I'm big as hell. I'm 6'3". I can't fit on no fucking queen-size mattress. My feet dangle off. Not in this case. This bed had a headboard and a footboard. 
So I'm sitting there like a fucking Pokemon in a Pokeball trying to lay on this bed to the point where I ended up saying fuck it mm-hmm. and I ended up sleeping on the floor. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you gotta let you gotta you gotta have input. If you're going on a vacation, never be one of those people that just think they're gonna show up and shit's gonna be cool. You gotta you have to be involved. At least you have to know where you're going and you have to know what you have like like what you need to bring, where you're going, what what the activities are gonna do. You know the you know the worst thing about and I don't know if this is something you do. I can't stand this shit. I hate I hate doing anything. Without a plan, let alone going somewhere on vacation and we not know what we're going to do. We just expect to just walk around. That shit right there. Like, the whole trip doesn't have to be planned. Because we could have some some downtime and we could, quote unquote, walk around. But, like, if, let's say, let's say we go to, let's say we go to fucking, um, I don't know. Let's say you go to Toronto or something, right? Like, you go into Canada, you go out of country, whatever. You should probably look up what's in the area and, and shit to do so that you're just not aimlessly walking around the city. Because if you're from a place like New York or Baltimore or D.C. or something, you could just do that. To, you could you, you could do that there. There's Asian people there. There's Indian people there. There's black sure. people, white people, Hispanic people like you. You don't got to travel to do that shit. Or people that stay in the hotel room the whole fucking time, too. That's another thing. I mean, I, I, I purposely want to be lazy on vacation, but I don't want to be too lazy. See, I don't mind. Right. It depends on where I'm going. It will really depend on whether or not I'm going to wander around aimlessly or if I'm if I like have a purpose. Like if I'm going to say like Toronto, I'd say I probably go to Toronto during carnival time because I know that's mm-hmm. that's my plan. That's my goal. That's the reason why I'm there. You know, after that's over, I may go check out and see, you know, what some shops may offer or, you know, if they're... But that's still a plan, though. That's still a plan. You know, whatever. You know what I mean? Like... Right. If it's someplace I've been before, like Ocean City, it's not much really to plan. It's just, you go to the beach, you walk the boardwalk, you come back. But if the plan is to... Yeah, but if the plan is to relax, then that's, that's also acceptable. Like, I'm talking about people that, like, you travel across the country... And have no clue what you're going to do when you get there. Like, that shit, like, like that's a lot of money to not no, know no, what no, you're no, going to no, do. That's, like, that's if I'm, so, there, so there's, there's, I have a few mottos, right, when it, when it comes to spending money. One is, know what you're buying. If I'm spending a substantial money that is more than a hundred bucks, I need to know what I'm buying exactly. That's one. Two, uh, two. Fucking um, if you're spending more than a certain amount of money, get a warranty, get an extended warranty. For me, it's about two hundred fifty bucks and up. If I'm buying something that's more expensive than two hundred fifty dollars, I need to I need to have it protected because anybody who buys some shit that's really like you know what I mean, like two hundred fifty bucks is probably not expensive to a lot of people, but. If you if you can't ha- if you can have it insured or you can't have it protected, make sure that you, especially an electronic, because you're basically throwing that shit in a thin air. Like oh, yeah. uh, I bought an Xbox Elite controller, like an Elite Two controller. It was a hundred and seventy something bucks, and I got that shit insured for like three years, protected for like three years, just just in case, because you never know. And sure, it comes with a factory warranty, right? Like for a year, but 
you never know. You're going to be the person a year and fucking two months after your shit go up and now you sick. And, uh, go ahead. I, I, no, no, go I ahead. Go ahead. Back off of that. I didn't mean to cut you off. I mean, I've been picking back off of that. Any vacation that's outside, I would say any vacation that's outside of a $500 budget, throw that warranty on. If you're booking it through like Expedia, Orbitz, whatever the case may be, and they offer you that travel mm-hmm. insurance, get that shit. Especially if you're booking it out months in advance because accidents happen every day. You don't know. You can't predict what right. the hell is going to happen to you tomorrow. I agree. You know what I mean? Like right now, I'm still fighting with Holiday Inn to get my money back because uh, last year we were supposed to go to Orlando to see my brother and the hotel ended up closing down because of COVID. From my understanding, the hotel is still closed down and I have to wait until that hotel opens back up for me to get my money back. So, yeah, I've been dealing with that since fucking, I want to say October last year. Yeah, man, you just gotta you just gotta keep emailing them yeah. until you annoy the fuck out of them, and then and then try and run that shit the fuck up the chain. Um, but yeah, now now I've I've been in those situations, but they usually ended pretty quickly. Um, what else is? Uh, oh yeah, and last one, really short. Fucking, if you're if you're spending more than a certain amount of money, which is subjective to the person, if you're spending more than a certain amount of money, buy exactly what you want. Do not settle, just like such as buying a car. If you are going to spend more than $5,000, you might as well make sure that it has what you need or what you want out of it. Like I bought a, I bought a new car recently. I wasn't going to buy it. Was I, did I need one? Probably not, but I wasn't going to buy it unless it had everything that I wanted in a car at that moment. And it did. It had everything and it had a few other things. Uh, but if you're, if you're going to go that route and you're going to spend that much money, make sure that you're getting, don't settle. You know what I mean? If it's not the right color, fuck it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not for you. That's not for you. Don't spend that much money on a vehicle. And then that should be like lime green or something. And you'd be mad that it's lime green. I mean, the only thing I regret about my vehicle is that it doesn't have a sunroof, but it was never really a deal breaker. So I'm not. It's not like it's killing me that my vehicle doesn't have a sunroof. But, yeah, that's it. Um, outside of that, uh, piggybacking off your topic. Uh, I could do a rant real quick, and then we could go into we can go into topics. Um, so, my rant, because I have so many. I was sitting back, like I usually do, and pondering and thinking about things that annoy me. And... One thing in particular that that annoyed me is people that don't do research. Um, Don't know what happened? Okay. All right. People that don't do research. Um, And so when I say people that don't do research, I mean, I guess more specifically, people that will use the title of, of articles as argument points without actually reading the article. Because sometimes you might read an article and it might the, the article title might say something and then once you're actually reading it, it's like a technicality, right? Where where you might say like, I don't know. It depends. It depends on what you're reading. I don't have a good example for it, but oh, I do got a good example, right? Joe Budden was uh, Joe Budden and Alex Jones recently had a spat where 
Alex Jones was mad at Joe Budden because he felt like Joe Budden's in the pocket of a bunch of people that are crooked. Uh, Joe Budden has said, spoke critically about him for, I guess, because he believes Alex Jones to be a racist. And Alex Jones was working with somebody that Joe Budden doesn't really care for as a person. And long story short, Alex Jones responded to Joe Budden. And that's that's perfectly fine. But Joe Budden's re- rebuttal was, I don't need to respond to you. Because you're a racist. And it only took me 30 seconds to, to Google. And the first thing that popped up was an article that said, you're racist. And then I thought about people that do that. And, you know, if you're going to if you're going to use something as an arguing arguing point, make sure that the, the article and the contents of the article is what you're talking about. Don't just don't just that shit happens all the time where it's like, oh, this movie got leaked. Or or this shoe or or this or this TV show or something something is getting leaked or shown off and then you look at you look at the article and it's like it makes it seem like something is a certain way but then once you read it it's like ah well no nah, it's not really we're just you know but what if it would be really cool and it's like well something being would be really you know something hypothetically being really cool is not the same as it anyway that's my rant yeah I don't. That's my rant yeah. because I could go on about this shit. Don't don't use don't use an article title as me because I'll read your fucking article. You share that shit, I will read that shit. And if that shit sounds stupid, yeah, especially with me. Um, yeah. Anyway, you want to get on to uh, first topic? You you want to uh, moment oh, of man. silence for moment of silence for the uh, the great. Biz Marquis. For the youngins who don't know who Biz Marquis is, once upon a time, a familiar name you might know, Mario, made a song called uh, Best Friend, which was a sample slash, uh, would you say cover? I don't think it was a cover. Would you call it, it, was, a cover? it was a sample, but he was around even, even way before that. It was a sample. Yeah, but it was a sample of, of uh, Biz Marquis' uh, iconic song, Just a Friend. Um, died 57 years old, 57 years of age. At first, they were wondering if it was going to be COVID that um, took him out, but I believe that was just that ended up being dismissed as just rumors. Um, the actual cause of death uh, did not is not specified as of yet at the time of this recording. Um, but yeah, um, he is definitely one of the staples of hip hop culture. Uh, when you talk about greatest of all times and goats and iconic figures in hip-hop his name rings plenty of bells um so just you know quick moment of silence for yeah he also uh, he also died in baltimore sadly um he died in baltimore but yeah he was also he was more than that he was also a record producer a dj a songwriter uh he's he's been around for longer than either of us has been alive uh, mid 80s he's been around since the mid 80s and you know he just it, it sucks for him it sucks for him he put out at least five albums and over the times and just a representative of early hip hop right early hip hop if you look into like the early early origins of hip hop um, he's he's one of the he's one of the people that pioneered um, you know we're not going we're not going dicky to make it sound like he was like the greatest person to ever do it or anything but you know, it was a big staple of early hip hop, and 
it sucks to it sucks to see him go because he was a. I don't even think he was sixty. I don't even think he was sixty. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's it's it sucks, but I mean, you know, just another just another person gone. Hey, look, appreciate appreciate people that you uh, uh love, right? Appreciate your loved ones because life is short, and I don't even know what his cause of death was, but life is short, and you you know anybody could go at any moment, right? Family members, uh, the yep. Go ahead. It used to be. It used to, it used to be uh, the same. It used to be you know. Um, you never know. Or was it? Uh, you never know what tomorrow will bring, or something like that. But uh, the way things are looking now, you never oh, know what the next know, hour is going to bring. A fucking satellite could crash on your house. Who the fuck knows? Uh, shit. All right. So moving on. What else we got? We got. Um, we got. Um, sure. Stay on death. Get all the shit out of the way. All right. Next one, I don't. I mean, they hated him. I don't. I don't know how else to, to to put it. So there's the actual what happened, but it's still very vague, and it's. I don't want to say it's up for interpretation, but there's like a conspiracy, I guess you could say, behind it. Um, a rapper in Chicago. I don't want to say his name because I'm probably going to butcher it. Anyway. He died earlier this week, I believe, um, by taking Thanks. 59 bullets to the face. A total of 64 bullets. That's accuracy shot. right there. Um, that's what that is. That's accuracy. That's pure accuracy. That's, that they all 60. Well, how many you said? 59 bullets hit out of how many? 59. 64. These dudes 64. is nice. These dudes is nice. And. Let me see. Let me, let me hold on. Hold on one second. Fifty-nine divided by sixty-four. Ninety-two percent accuracy. That's ill. Like it, it sucks that homie died, but that's some yeah. ill shit, man. He, yeah. It was. It was just hitting him. You ever just kept getting hit? You just like, yo, son. Like he ain't gonna miss once. You ever play Battlefield with somebody or ba- not Battlefield Battleship? And they keep sinking your shit, and you like, yo, I don't know how. They keep guessing, and they keep hitting my shit. That's sort of what happened with him. So check it out, right? To tell you how much they... Because they, this, this this is hatred. I'm going to call it what it is. Sure. Call it spade a spade. This was hatred. Check it out. Mm-hmm. He was locked up in jail, right? Uh, a woman posted up five a $5,000 bond. They go, the same woman and somebody else goes to go pick him up out of jail. Two gunmen arrive outside of the same jail, wait for the woman to bring him out, and spray this oh, man in front of the jail. That was straight beef then. It was like for real beef. Like, there ain't no way around that. That's beef. Like, son, it's undying beef. Like, I don't care where you are. I don't care how, when you are. Like, I'm coming to see you. I'm coming to see you. They saw him. Now, mind you, right? Mind you, mind you. George Zimmerman and people still walking around, right? But everybody, the most, uh, everybody thug and want to be woke and shit. Toughest killers in the world. Toughest killers in the world, man. But George Zimmerman is still out here in these streets. And a bunch of other people, right? I mean... You you heard you heard um 
Jay-Z, right? Wise philosopher by the name of Jay-Z once said, Y'all killed X, let Zimmerman live. The streets is done. Exactly. Somebody yeah, said nah, it. man, look. I'm just tripping on the act, though. The accuracy on that is nuts. I didn't even hit that many shots. Like When I, when I go out to the range, I don't even hit that many shots. The thing that, that, that pissed me off with the articles, because I've seen about maybe about three different articles, all of them pretty much say the same thing, was that, you know, he was pronounced oh, dead no, at the hospital. Oh, no, not at the hospital. He son. was he, dead. He, he was gone Poor way boy. before the hospital, way before the ambulance even showed up. He was gone. You catch not, You catch 59, that's 92% of their shots. They hitting their shots. That's fucking Steph Curry shit for free throws. You ever see how he, no, he never missed? You catch those shits to the face? That many? There's no way. Like, how do that? How does that many rounds even fit in your face? Is the question I'm wondering. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, he was gone before bullet before Tetris. bullet five hit his face. He was. They gone. made it fit. Like, yeah, man. That's mm, that's. But uh, shout outs to his family. You know, prayers to the family and everyone involved. I believe the lady also got shot. Uh, I think on her knee. Um, so really, sixty out of sixty-four shots hit the target, hit the mark. The other bullets in account. One hit the lady that was standing next to him. I believe one also hit the driver or somebody else that was within that party. Hey, man. Um, hey, man. So it's fucked yeah. up, but yo, yeah, hold <laughs> Yo, you think they had aimbots? <laughs> <laughs> That's some aimbot shit, yo. Oh that is some aimbot shit right there, yo. <laughs> that you hit any shot with no recoil. All right, man. All right, you want to move on? Move on. Yeah, let's move on because this is probably not I mean, sponsors. Yeah, let's move on. we move on. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, man. Okay, Shikari Richardson. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, she, I mean, didn't yeah, she did, but you know, like, what did she do wrong? She broke rules. What did she do wrong? She broke. All right. So to those that of, of, of you that don't know, before we, we actually get into shit, uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Shikari Richardson, who was, um, I guess her, her speeds were coming in. She was the fastest woman in the world. Uh, leading up to the Olympics, she got popped for, uh, marijuana. They had a drug test. She got popped for marijuana, uh, which resulted in her suspension that is going to make her miss. Um, it's going to make her miss the, uh, I guess, the event that she does the, the most, which is the 100 meter. And um, there was also a chance that she would still be able to uh, um, compete in the Olympic Games, uh, the, whatever, whatever country it's in now. Um, but she was also, I guess not put onto that team as well, uh, the four by whatever. Um, and, and I suppose there's logical reasons why, but yeah, so the, the internet was, was in an uproar about it. Uh, her not being allowed to compete in the Olympic games, being popped for marijuana when marijuana is, uh, something that is almost accepted everywhere or almost everywhere. I guess one would say, um, there's not really too many places that have a ban on marijuana. Uh, 
And that leads us to here. And this is what we're reacting on. So, all right. You said she did nothing wrong. I said she did. And um, why do you think she, like, all right. You want me to go first? You want me, you want to go first. All right. Look, long story short, what the rule, like, is it an archaic rule? Yeah. Is it stupid? Yeah. Is it, you know, is it, is it put, put potentially discriminatory, discriminatory? Uh, probably, but the rule is the rule at the end of the day. And if you get popped for breaking the rule, you have to know the risk. And, and if you break the rules and you get caught for it, then, you know, there's obviously going to be some type of punishment. I mean, I think it's pretty simple and that's, that's my simple, like my simple, the, basically the long and short of it. That's pretty much it. So it sucks that she's not able to run. We definitely, uh, there's a high probability. We would have won the gold. Um, we still may, might, but, but she just probably won't be, well, she won't be participating and it's sad. But I mean, even she came out and kind of accept, accepted um, responsibility for her actions and then said she's only human and so on and so forth. All right. And what's your thoughts, AJ? I think it was the reason. Okay. Yeah. She broke the rules. I'm not, I'm not going to argue that she didn't break the rules. The Olympic rule is the Olympic rule. You got to follow the Olympic rules. My thing was, how far they were willing to go as far as punishment. That was where I was going because her purpose for breaking the rules, she's not the first athlete to come out and say, hey, I need help. Or, hey, I did this because mentally I'm I'm not here. Mentally, this is, this is something that's, it's pushing me, pushing me to my break. And we're not in their shoes, so we can sit here and argue about what we would do in their shoes up until the cow comes home. But at the end of the day, we don't know what is in their avenue as far as what they can and cannot do. Obviously, mm-hmm. it is not something they're supposed to do. Um, but considering that it could have gone a lot worse, she could have done something completely off the chain. You know what I mean? It went to something as simple as just smoking weed. I don't know if suspending her for a month pretty much withdrawing her from the event was the smartest move because so it, it's not looking it's, good but but that's the granted. that's the pun that's the applicable punishment for that for that violation it's not as though like that's they just pulled a number out of a hat you know what i mean like like a bunch of numbers out of a hat and they just landed on 40 40 is 40 is the minimum that they could give you 40 is also the maximum that they could give you well, no, that's not the max they could give you, but 40 is the minimum that they could give you because uh, people like to use Michael Phelps as an excuse, right? Michael Phelps, he swam, he swam in the Olympics and he smoked weed, he swam. And and also, Michael Phelps didn't get, didn't he? yes, yes, and that's, that's what people the... forget. People just think Michael Phelps, Olympics and weed, and they think that, you know. Oh, he got popped. He, well, one, he got popped after the Olympics, uh, and two, he did. He he got a wor- he got a worse sentencing, a uh, worse charge or sentencing, or sorry, a worse punishment than she did, because Michael Phelps, Michael Phelps, um, he got a three month suspension. By then, he was already like, you know, fuck it, I don't care, I'm done anyway. Like he got a three month suspension, 
And he got stripped from mad sponsorships. Like a lot of money. He missed out on a lot of fucking money. So Phelps, like, don't, you know. And and, and mind you, they never popped Phelps for weed. Because when they tested him, he came out clean. They just seen that picture of the bong. And they hit him. They, they hit him with all that off of a picture of him with a bong. Um, you know, Shikari, she got popped for weed. And it's unfortunate. But, I mean... Like I said, the rule is what the rule is. There's not really anything you could do about that. Um, it, and, it's, and it sucks because does it need to be changed? Yeah. Uh, do people take it for a lot more than just recreational, just to enjoy themselves uh, using marijuana? Of course they do. Uh, just, it just, you know, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like people in the NFL, right? What Stephen A. Smith says, stay off the weed. And he's always talking about this. You're getting paid millions of dollars a year to play a sport and all you have to do outside of avoiding having confrontations with law enforcement or run-ins with the law from doing something else stupid, like breaking obvious laws, all you have to do is play the sport that they're paying you for. Make sure you re- stay good at the sport that they're playing you for. I mean, they're paying you for and not violate policies such as the drug policy. And not have, you know, other things like sexual assault allegations and other things like that. And, and it's like I said, once again, I mean, I mean, weed's only really banned in, in sports that are predominantly black, uh, or the best players are predominantly black or the higher tier of players. Cause it's not bound. It's not banned in the MLB to my knowledge. I don't think it is. I know it's definitely not banned in hockey in the NHL. I know, um, things like cocaine is banned, but weed is not banned. But, hey, look, the rules is what the rules is. It just, it sucks ass, but, like, if my kid, <laughs> all right, like, I feel like the if we look the other way on this, then we got to look, I mean, I have a bigger problem with kind of, like, how the country or even our president kind of looked because it didn't really seem like he, I looked into it, I heard it somewhere that he didn't put much of a fight up, it, it didn't really seem like he did. Uh, when I looked up myself, like he kind of just was like, oh, well, the rules are the rules. And I didn't I was kind of like, oh, shit. Well, I mean, I, I respect it because I understand it. But I was more surprised that he didn't come out and defend defend his people because all the other countries probably would have defended their people. You know, Russia and shit. Yeah, Russia, when all those, when all their people got popped for roids, they were fighting like, yo, something's wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's a conspiracy, you know. Like, they, they, they did that, and I'm, I'm more, I'm, I'm more concerned with that. <clears throat> so, would you, would you say, and I'm not, I'm not trying to like, uh, lead you, you astray won't. or anything like that, but it is a, it's a, it's a popular, it's a popular, uh, theory. Would you say the tables would turn and that he person? would fight more if it was a? a I'm not quite person? sure. Um, I'm not quite sure, but to put on my hypothetical uh, Stephen A. Smith race baiting hat, um, I I mean, for one, I always think the rules are different for white people than they are for black people. That's just kind of how I'm wired. Um, you add you couple that with a lot of things that I've seen that count as convincing evidence to me. It might not be convincing to other people, but the rules are a little bit different depending on the cultures, uh, uh, you know. Uh, so would would he have defended somebody white? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, one could say potentially. One could say potentially. 
But I don't know. Like, I just think, I think if he was more in the know, no. I think if he was more in the know, because I don't think that, I don't think that man knows shit about fuck. And I think really that's, that's probably more of the issue is that he doesn't know anything about it. So when they asked him, he just gave a generic answer, like the right, quote unquote, the right answer, which is like, oh, well, he, she broke the rules. So what are you going to do? Uh, but with that being said, I just don't believe, I don't know. I really don't. I really don't. But hey, look, man, look, you, you, you want to avoid shit like this? Don't break rules. That's really that's really the takeaway from this. That's really the takeaway. If you don't want speeding tickets, would you speed? You know what I mean? Like, like should you or should you speed? I should say. I mean, yeah, but if you but but at that point you're running the risk. So if you get pulled over, you got to respect it. You know, law enforcement has a job to do. Just like, just like you know, you you knew the risk. Like I'm, I, I never, I'm never mad with anything that I'm doing that I know I'm not supposed to do backfires. That's just me. I'm never mad about that because I know like, well, I shouldn't have been doing this shit in the first place. So if this shit blows up in my face, like it blows up in my face. Like I fucking parked where I, I parked, I parallel parked yesterday, actually just yesterday. I was in Towson. I parallel parked in a place where I clearly wasn't supposed to because I just wanted to run into a store real quick. And, and hell, my mom did too. And she got her fucking car towed. So, you know what I mean? And she got mad at me because I told oh, her, shit. well, I mean, you, that's something that could happen. And she's like, yo, but I had a handicap thing. And I'm like, yo, look, they don't give a fuck about that shit. It's yes or no. Did you break the rule? And if the answer is yes, then this is the punishment for it. So, yeah. can, can we, can, branch mm-hmm. it off. Race Stephen baby. A. Mm-hmm. Stephen A. Smith, not one of my favorite, uh, not one of my favorite favorite sports analysts ever. Actually, even before this here, but um, did anyone else feel kind of offended with with that whole Nigerian basketball thing? Like, not so much offended, but like, I guess disappointed would um, be the better better word. No, because I, I most definitely did. I felt it felt like. You're such on a, on the sports analyst category. You're up there. Mm-hmm. With, you're up there. You know what I mean? With the reactionary people, people yes. And and in the sport of basketball, yeah, you know because I mean? he doesn't and really you, know much you, about any other sport. I mean, but you're still like when it comes to sports analysts, your name rings many of bells, and for you to slip up. Not once, but twice. And one of them being more disrespectful than the other, in my opinion. So, what the fuck, dude? So What the fuck? So I don't mind Stephen A. Uh, really dissing the Nigerians. Um, I don't mind that at all. Um, and also, his recent situation where he apologized for that Asian person. I don't mind that shit either. Like, I don't think you should have apologized. I think when you live in a world where, where you're, I guess having a reaction is a job. Maybe, maybe you could come back and say, eh, maybe I kind of put a little too much sauce on it. But outside of that, like what we're doing right now is reacting right now. I'm going to just go out there and on a limb and say this. Because I know myself and I know how well, good I am with my words. 
you will never, probably, most likely, you'll never hear me apologize for anything I say on the 4 out of 5 podcast or anywhere else. Because, one, what I say does not come from a hateful place. That's one. Two, it's reactionary. You know, it's not like I'm sitting here saying I'm Nate Higgers or something like that or, or F white people or inciting violence. So you're never going to hear me apologize. And I feel like when you're, when you're, when your job is to react, your job, it's just that you should not be apologizing for what you're saying. I mean, if you're going to apologize, you should apologize that a person doesn't understand what you're saying, you know, and just let it, let it be as it may. Like, hey, look, this is why I said it. This is why I meant it. I'm not apologizing for it because that's how I felt. And and let it be. And, yeah. I would agree. I would, I would agree with you. But my thing, with, is with, especially with Stephen A, is had Max made this kind of we'd comment. Be, we'd be race baited. Or Skip made this kind of comment. Stephen A would have lynched these motherfuckers to the highest degree. To the highest level, he would he would call out a whole bunch of shit. But he does it, and he expects a pass. And I, I for one, I can't give you a pass. Like you disrespected an entire. So yes, country. he did. Like in the, in, the, in the times where, and, and fuck it, I'm a, I'm a, as much as I try to not bring it, I'm gonna bring it in here. In a time where black people are trying to push black unity, in a time where you know we're trying to really establish like black culture and unify black things, you're gonna open up your mouth and say some shit that you said. And when the country, or not the country, but when the uh, what's that, the spokesman, for the lack of a better term, comes out and addresses you about it, you carry on. That that is my problem. My problem is. Somebody should be holding you accountable outside of the actual team. Somebody should be holding you accountable for that fuckery you said, because you owe you owe them more of an apology, just as much as an apology, as you did with. And I refuse to butcher his name. Whoever he is, the Asian player. I know it's O something, but I don't want to butcher it because I don't want nobody saying that I. Yeah. Try and be like that. Well, once again, you know. I don't believe apologies are owed, but if you want to have a clarifying remark, I think I think that's more needed than an actual apology. Uh, you know, I don't think anybody should ever be like, for the most part, people shouldn't be apologizing for things that they say if it's what they really think. And and I feel like a lot of times people in the public eye are are judged by judged in a court of public opinion, and it's kind of it's it's kind of ridiculous, honestly. And this is probably, this is, we probably have, we probably don't have enough time for me to go on a whole diatribe about how I feel about people being, being fucking lambasted over some shit that they say. Look, if you got some shit to say and you got some shit that you want to get off your chest, then you should, right? Um, Now, if it's hateful, then it is what it is. It's hateful. That's not. That's not me personally, but if it's hateful, then it's hateful. If it's some, if it's some misogynistic shit, then it's some misogynistic shit. But if you're a reactionary person, you're, you're, you're there to do just that, to react, not to apologize. You can clarify what you mean, but, but once you start apologizing, you ever, you ever been chased by a dog? You ever been chased by a dog? 
You know why I chased you, right? Because you ran. That's 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 so that's society, right? That's public opinion. The moment you start running, that's the moment they start chasing your ass. You stand up and be like, "Yo, look, either either I'm gonna kill you, or or you gonna bite the shit out of me." Then I mean, sometimes they be like, "All right, man, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here." And that's that's how I feel. People need to stop being soft and stop like like on some Chrissy Teigen shit. Um, seeing what happens once the internet tried to resist her. And also, um, what's that guy named Sean King, who just recently deactivated his Twitter or got deplatformed to some shit? Oh, man, they called that guy, uh, somebody called him Martin Luther Cream. <laughs> Martin Luther Cream. <laughs> yeah. All right, but yeah, that's that's all I got to say about that, man. <clears throat> um, we got anything else before we, you know, before we move on? Or get out of here, because... Um, I don't know about not about this. I mean, we could skip. T-Pain All right. Yeah, let's do the question, question of the week because, uh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta get going a little bit anyway. So, we do question of the week. Gotcha. Question of the week. This is the episode of the podcast. Part? Where on the episode of the podcast? God damn, you can tell it's been a while since we did this shit. This go. is the part of the fucking podcast where we go through the question of the week. If you have a question and you want the masses to answer it. Please join us on our Facebook group page. The link is always in the description somewhere, wherever the fuck you're listening at. This week's question. Does a prenup mean you don't see your marriage lasting? And is it a selfish act? We have one comment from, um, well, actually, no, we have three comments from other listeners. And then it's just you and I. So I don't know how you want to go. If you you can read first, You can read their stuff. Their, you uh, read their stuff. Responses first. So first one comes from Billy, faithful listener of the show. Shout outs to Billy. Uh, thank you. He says, for the everyday person, I do believe signing a prenup means that you don't see the marriage lasting. It is one thing to think about every potential thing that could happen to end your marriage in the future. But by requiring a prenup, you're allowing yourself to believe that your chances of marriage is too much and that you don't trust your, your, turn. Yeah, your chances of your marriage ending is too much. And that you don't trust your partner to be fair in the case of that happening. I would say that it is more of a selfish act as well, since you're not allowing yourself to be completely open with your partner as you're worried about them potentially taking what is yours, in quotations, rather than living your your married life as what is ours, in quotations. Next one came from faithful listener of the show as well, has been on a couple of episodes. Ron, he says... A prenup is like an insurance policy. You wouldn't drive a brand new car or a fast car without an uh, without an insurance policy. So what makes marriages any different? Uh, is it selfish? No, not necessarily. I just want to make sure that my shit actually has a po- has a uh, a policy or not a policy, but as a I don't know. That's your brother. You say oh, has a insurance policy on it. <laughs> um, last one came. From Rebecca, Rebecca says prenups are the most are definitely disrespectful. It's basically a uh, spit in the face when it comes to saying that you love someone and you want to be with them forever. Hmm. All right, so I'm gonna lean a little bit uh, towards uh, Ron here, but I'm gonna be a little bit more articulate towards it, and I'm gonna say that I, I my thought on a prenup is. And personally, this this is just for me. 
I do not want, uh, I don't have a prenup with my wife, nor did I want a prenup because I believe that there's two ways of looking at the prenup and the prenup obviously is for protecting oneself. Right. And, and, and I think a prenup is necessary, especially if there's a lot of money and a lot of assets that are changing hands and that are being built and, 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 and you and your wife both have something going on. I think that it is only right that if that's something that you guys want to do, that you should be able to have a prenup and there not be a problem because divorces change people and divorces make people, you know, they make people do crazy things, spiteful things, evil things, wrong things. And a prenup would be something in place to protect oneself from people trying to obtain things from them that they did not help, I guess, build. Um, so the flip side to that, which is also how I feel, and this is where I lean a little bit more towards is, um, yeah, look, I, I personally do not have a prenup and that is because, all right, if you have a prenup in store, it's, there's a good chance that you just don't trust the person. Like, like you didn't do a good job picking the person that you, I guess that you selected to be your husband and or wife. That's that's my personal thought on prenups. I don't have an issue with if my wife wanted one, I wouldn't have cared. Either way, um, I don't I don't mind if people have prenups, but I feel like I did a good job in picking my partners that I don't have to worry about this type of situation. At minimum, at least I feel like they have enough honor and thus me not needing a prenup. But it, I mean, to me, it says something if somebody does get a prenup that maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe your partner is not what my partner is. That's my thoughts. So I, I could see both sides. I could see both sides. I don't, I, it's not something I would ask for if it was my choice and my choice alone. I'm not asking for a prenup because I just don't give a fuck. Yeah, go on. I I disagree with the whole oh a prenup is a spit in the face and all that. I see I I see what it is it is what it is. At the end of the day, not the wedding. Fuck the wedding. This is where people this is where I think a lot of people get shit confused. Fuck the wedding. Marriage is nothing more than a business contract made agreed. Like whole Agreed. That's all. That's all it is. All it is is just nego- is just a piece of paper that you both of you sign saying, "Hey, I like this person. I want to consider. I want you to consider this person as my partner, in the face of the government and the face of everybody else. This is my partner." To which the government's just like, "All right, cool." With that, it's just like any kind of business when you merge two companies together. There's negotiations and there's things that are on the table and there's things that are not on the table. And in most cases, in cases of marriage, there's things that, okay, I will stay with you if you do yada, 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 but I'm going to divorce you if you do yada, 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 yada. It's the same kind of shit. A prenup is just saying, hey, look, you can have all of this. Whatever the light touches is yours. But that shady spot beyond the rocks, don't ever go there. That's mine. Solely mine. Not saying I don't love you. Because you have all of this. You have all of that. This little shit is mine. 
That's all the prenup is saying. This everyone gets this whole shit that oh well when you're married everything has to be combined. No the fuck it does not. No the fuck it does not because at the end of the day, push come to shove, if I do some fuck shit, I'm the one getting arrested. Yeah. You're not. Push come to shove, if I get cancer, I have cancer. You don't. Push come to shove, you're pushing out a baby. I'm not. So, no. A prenup is nothing more than saying, hey, look, this is mine. Everything else here you can have, this is mine. I still love you. I still want to be with you. Because if it didn't, then we wouldn't be here at this step. We made it here. All I'm saying is, this shit you can't have. You can have every fucking thing else. Yeah. That's all the fuck it is. And a lot, it's a lot of, I've heard a lot of men and women all say, well, no, it's disrespectful and all the shit. But you know what? You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, by the time y'all listening to this episode, there's going to be a question of the week that's going to follow this question. And I, I expect to get a lot of answers and debates about this because I get looked, when I, when I ask my friends about marriage and certain aspects of marriage, I get looked at as a weirdo and as a how the fuck did you get married kind of person because even my wife's views on marriage and my views on marriage were on opposite ends of the spectrum. Like opposite ends, but we're going to discuss that. Hopefully by next episode, all four of us will be here. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners, we apologize of our shortcomings these last couple of weeks. It's been a lot we've been dealing with behind the scenes we're still working on some shits we're still trying we still have other shits that we're trying to get out to you guys thank y'all for y'all patience we do appreciate it just bear with us it's really just the four of us working this shit out and yep we still have lives yeah and uh shit i mean i don't really got shit else to say about that um i will reserve uh further comments um for the next four out of five and uh maybe we'll bring this topic back yeah, there's no motherfucking issue with getting there. If you want to get, if you want to get a freaking, whatever the fuck it's called, a prenup, get a damn prenup. Like, you know, just know, just know that shit probably gonna be an argument later. You can still get one though. This shouldn't be though. But we're gonna yeah. we're gonna talk about the misconceptions of marriage. We're yeah, gonna make that right, a topic yeah, next next episode. All right, man. And without that, uh, this is it. Uh, four out of five podcast episode sixty one. Till next time.